0: Play. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a, that's a-
0: People it i like tee 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 Just as Ian Wright said there, people deluded. I'm back again. Please make sure you're smashing the like button, you're commenting, you're subscribing. Obviously, we've got two watch-alongs this week. Uh, Later today at 5.45, our women's team play against Wolfsburg in the second leg of the semi-finals of the Champions League. I'll be live to do a watch-along with that. From five thirty tomorrow, live from seven pm. It's obviously the men's team and Arsenal versus Chelsea. now Any comments, opinions, talking points, etc. Please make sure you get them in. Turn on your notifications. Appreciative to you lot tuned in, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube. And thank you very much to those of you who've probably seen a couple of my videos go live this morning slash this afternoon. So yeah, I don't want to waste any of your time. Let's get straight into what Mikel Arteta has said. First things first, in terms of his press conference, every word from Mikel's pre-Chelsea presser. Let's see what said here by the manager on whether he has the same squad to pick from i can tell you that after the training session because we still have one more obviously being a bit coy on how Saliba is doing is pretty similar he's not going to be involved tomorrow and we'll have to wait until the next game to see where we are he hasn't improved this week at all which is bad news obviously might as well just let him have the surgery and write the season off you know obviously there's still a lot of big games to play for but At this point, you might as well make sure there's no complications. Let the guy have his surgery. Let him begin his rehab just that bit earlier. And where next season's concerned, people, he's evolved and available for that. Um, On whether having a few extra days rest between games has helped the players. I mean, a couple of times we've had more rest than the opponents and something else has happened for one reason or another. I think so. Obviously, it took us a while to go over what happened at the Etihad. We don't want to accept that you have to. But you have to recognise that on the day they took the game to a different level when we didn't reach that level, even before the first ball was kicked, they were better than us across every department and they did deserve to win. On how he sees the title race, win tomorrow, that's what we have to do. Within the disappointment and the spirit around the club, we need to do two things. Recognise what a lot of people around the club have done to get us back into the Champions League, which is already a difficult thing to achieve. Not a lot of people were very optimistic that we had the ability to do that at the start of the season, which is true, and we need to start recognising the good work that a lot of people have done to achieve that. The second thing which I like the most is that even achieving that with six games to go, something that hasn't happened in more than a decade at this club, We are still not satisfied, still upset. We want more. We want the club to be consistent with with the best. And that's the mentality we need. And that's what I've loved the most over the past few days. On his pride in the players, We've achieved what was difficult to achieve and we can still achieve the Premier League because there are five games to go and there are a lot of things that are still going to happen. What we have to do is forget what happened last week, learn from it and move on to the next match at home with our people for a London derby and put things right. I hope so. The league's gone, in my opinion, but all you can do is win your games and if City slip up, then you have an opportunity. Appreciative to you lot tuned in. Moving on from that, on being top for 247 days, tomorrow I want to make that 248. Win tomorrow and be at the top and whether it's unfair that people aren't talking about how good Man City have been. I don't think it's unfair. It's football. We are Arsenal Football Club. We have to be there to win every single trophy. These are the demands What happened in the last 50 years. That's not the reality, but that's the demands that have to be there. The things I like the most are great. We are in the Champions League and everyone isn't satisfied with the situation. This is what we need if we want to move forward as a club and as a team. On whether we need to get another run of wins. You think we need to, to have any chance, really? And truly, with five, six games left, Yes, at the end, it's find a way to win, but our way to win has been consistent throughout the whole season, playing well, being better than the opponent and being dominant. We have to do that tomorrow night to beat Chelsea. Obviously, the Emirates has been sold out, people, for the women's game against Wolfsburg, which is fantastic for the women's game in general and obviously fantastic for our football club. If you're at the Emirates, big up yourselves. I'll be doing a watch along for that. Smash the like button, it's pinned to the message. But Arteta touched on that. He said it shows the unity and the way everything is evolving together and the importance of women's football. Football in this country, especially with what the England national team do um, do well. We do as a club, they've been pretty much better than the men's football team in many moments with all the trophies that they've won. That's the reality, so I'm incredibly proud of all of them to do that. They fully deserve the credit they're getting, and to play tonight in front of 60k people is something amazing, which is true. Hopefully, we're. it's like we've got 12 players, really. Hopefully, our fans can make a lot of noise. I'd expect just, I just Wolf, travelling Wolfsburg party to make enough noise as well. On trying to lift the players. It's difficult, but in sport, you have to accept the reality. When a team is able to take the game to a different level and you're not able to step up to that, we didn't step up to our own game, though, manager. Fair enough. You know, Fulham put on more of a fight for City. Crystal Palace away put on more of a fight. Our last three games, last season at the Emirates, this season at the Emirates and in the FA Cup, we put up more of a fight. So I'm not saying Arteta is saying this, but it sounds like a bit of a cop-out. Of course, City are at a fantastic level, but we didn't be the best we could be. And football doesn't matter about what they have and what we have. It's on the night. And I think tactically, psychologically, this whole month, or well, well, it's a new month. Happy new month to everybody. You know, we didn't recognise that. So I do think we're overcompensating it because let's be real, City did raise it and they're amazing. And them at 5%, our 50% is nowhere near it. But they didn't have to break a sweat to beat us. You know, they didn't even have to get out of first gear. The car was stood. So we need to be a bit honest with ourselves. They might have taken it to a different level in some moments, but honestly, I think they were just street smart. They knew he was there for the taking. We defeated ourselves before a ball was kicked, if I'm honest. And that's probably the hardest thing for the players to accept. But it's a new month. We start again next week. uh, Tomorrow, actually, better yet, against Chelsea. We'll see what happens regarding that. And you have to recognise there's still work to do, not get confused, be very humble and recognise what our strengths and what our weaknesses are to be better. Defending would be a start, game management would be a start, killing games would be a start. The reality is as well that for 247 days we've been with them and tomorrow can be another one where we are still there. There are five games to go, so there are a lot of things that we have done well for 10 months, which is true. On the current mood in the camp, it's not about the mood, it's about keeping that fire in the belly for tomorrow, fair enough. We're all gutted about Charlie, but it is what it is. Many a ALM player will leave in years to come. It is what it is. You know, I rate Charlie's guy we'll get onto it, but I respect it. Go and get go and do what you need to do to be a dramatically better player, in it. But we'll get on to the Charlie stuff. Let's go through Mikel Arteta and the Chelsea business. And what he expects from Chelsea, that they are going to try to come to the Emirates to beat us. They have a great manager and exceptional players. So it's very difficult to predict what they'll do because they can play in various ways with different players and different qualities as well. We're going to prepare for the game to win it. That's it. On whether the pressure has switched to Man City, now it's not in our hands, but what is in our hands is to win our games. That's what we are going to try to do, and the rest is down to City. On whether he is settling for second place, he's obviously going to say no. On what gives him hope, City will slip up, how tough it is to win every single game. It's, nothing, it's not something I saw last week. It's what I've seen for nine months. Otherwise, they would have won every Premier League game and they haven't. But the problem is, Gaffer, they turned it on at the right time. They're turning it on at the right time. Obviously, they might not win every game, but it's assuming we take full points. And to be honest, I hope we do. But you've got Chelsea, Brighton in no order, Newcastle, couple of relegation, fretting sides. Psh, don't know what we're doing. But moving on, yeah, you do have hope. All you can do is win your games and just have that, you know, be that shadow away from City. Um, on Salibry said, I don't know. He is he is a very important player, but I don't know how to quantify it. I don't know how to quantify Gabriel Jesus being out for four months, Eddie for three months, Smith Rowe for four and a half months, Tini for a few weeks, Tommy Asu for three and a half months, maybe now six months. This is football, and obviously Zinchenko's had little knocks and niggles, Jacker as well. On not taking C- uh, Chelsea, sorry, recent form for granted. You can't afford to. You can't afford to because our our form has been terrible. It's not like we won every game. We've been shaky defensively we've been feeling sorry for ourselves we haven't we've got we're coming in off one win last month we're back to basics form goes out the window everybody concentrate on winning their individual battles the collective takes care of itself the time for talking is gone. you need to win see you know how fitting would it be that chelsea struggling to win they go and win against Arteta and further, further dent the title as the fading title aspirations that the club may still have. For me, the title's gone purely because it's out of our hands. The most you can do is win games and try and keep it a conversation. Um, it's going to be a very different game. It's a London derby. They have something to prove and we have something to prove. The atmosphere is going to be incredible to play in that stadium and we're going to have to be at our best. On if there was one thing he would do differently against City, he said win. On how the players were in the first training session after the City game, they didn't need much. They knew the disappointment was across the club. Our supporters, our people, our staff, our players, it was a bad night and we didn't produce the performance that we wanted. We deserve to lose the game and we have to move on. But I think it was a good reality check as well in the way that they stepped up the level and we could not reach that level. Again, I think that's a cop out. The reality check as well that you have to step up to that level for 10 months. So we have to believe in what we do because we are so good as well not feeling arteta's post-match comments dg he needs to demand more and better from his players and he needs to be more flexible with himself and freshen up the team i hear that what i would say to defend arteta is what he probably says in public and private are two separate things but you're right man we can only go off what my man says in it we don't know what not in the changing rooms it is what it is we could have played white with gabriel center back put Partey right back and georginio in the six versus city he would have got eaten alive even more and on, on the basis of how we played, you might as well have tried that, but you would have further unbalanced our team, really and truly. And you're throwing party to the walls, really. Well, while he can play right back, how often has he played there in the last few years? It just shows we need depth. You know it, I know it, Stevie Wonder could see it. Whether, whether we're able to address this area is a completely different thing. If you haven't smashed the like button, please make sure you have already, people. So, yeah, moving on from that. Yeah, man. Obviously, that's great. On his pride of the season, if we don't go on to win the league. Yes, I am incredibly proud and thankful for everyone that's contributed to bringing the, the Champions League back to this football club with five or six games to go. Something that hasn't happened in over a decade. So congratulations and thank you so much that he's contributed to that. And thank you for still being upset and not accepting that the Champions League is enough. And we want more because this squad is going to demand to get what we want. On the summer plans, we are going to look at what we can do, what is the best strategy for us to move forward to improve and reach the level that we want to reach. It is going to be another competitive summer and window because there are going to be eight or 10 clubs with huge capacities to improve. And we know that. Fair enough. On trying to regain our composure in these games, composure is a lot of the time related to moments and moments can change whether you use composure or you lose it and you cannot cope with pressure. We've had very important moments where we have nailed that moment and it has given us three points. And other moments like at West Ham, um, like at West Ham at 3-1, the game is over when you're at Anfield, when you're at home and you concede the goals we have conceded. But this is football. The key moments are what define at the end, whether you win or not. And in the last week, we have missed that piece. Smash the like button. You remember the game he played right back versus for Atletico? Hear that? Again, he would have got absolutely finished against Grealish, and we would have lost even more in the middle. We're damned if we do, damned if we don't, to a degree, um, really. But that's what Mikel Arteta is paid for, to consider these variables, but it is what it is. So I don't think anyone can disagree with what the gaffer has said. On whether that, that boils down to individuals or a collective, obviously both. On what he thinks has gone wrong for Chelsea, I don't know. That's for them to analyse, not for me. On whether they prove that spending money isn't the only thing needed to create a successful team, I think in our model we have very important things, the first is to have the right people, and I think we have the right people, then it is to have the right players that can compete, challenge and understand their role within the team, have you it? Can everyone say they got that gaffer? And you need quality in front of goal great threat and physicality. You need a lot of things in this game to do that. It's extremely difficult to find the thin balance with the players because in recruiting you can have the best of intentions but then the player has to come fit in and get that chemistry with the manager, teammates, staff and the country. It's not easy at all so credit to everyone that makes those decisions. On whether Chelsea will be more dangerous with nothing to play for, I don't know what their approach will be. They are very dangerous because when you look at the individuals they can put on the field for sure they have huge threats so we need to be aware of that. On whether they prove that spending doesn't equate to success we proved that as well really and truly next season they may get 100 points we don't know with all the exceptional talent if they can make that work they can do anything because they have the players the infrastructure and the history to do it i cannot assess what assess sorry what is right and what is wrong because you cannot assess in two months when they've made those changes it's not fair On whether this season has been a success in working towards the ultimate goal, well, yeah, you can't say it's not. As a manager, I don't want to be using those words. I know what we are trying to do, what the objective was and what we have been doing, what we still have the nicest part of the season to play with five games to go. I don't know if it's the nicest, but I hear it. When I look at it, this is not over. I would pay a lot of money next season to be in this position again. So would I. A lot, believe me, I just want to maximise the moment and we we have right now and go for it. It's true, man, but yeah, man. Smash the like button, people. Keep your thoughts, opinions, and et cetera coming. So, yeah, moving away from that, again, I think we've seen this already. But for what it's worth, I don't know what their approach will be. They're really dangerous because when you look at the individuals they can put on the field, for sure, they have huge threats. So, we need to be aware of that. They're going to come to the Emirates to beat us. They have a great manager and exceptional players. So, it's very difficult to predict what they will do because they can play in various ways with different players and different qualities as well. We're going to prepare for the game to win it. That's it. Fair enough. It's going to be a very different different game. It's a London derby. They have something to prove and we have something to prove. The atmosphere is going to be incredible to play in that stadium and we are going to and we are going to have to be at our best again. Fair enough, really. If we look at Frank Lampard, people, I just wanted to look at their injury record. Apparently, he said Kai Havertz is in contention for the game he's trained or Bamian is trained as well. He's spoken about Jorginho. He's obviously praised him as well. Reese James is out as his Mason Mount people. So we'll have to see. Arteta said the title wasn't over. And he's described it once again as the nicest part of the season. So I think he's starting to play games and try a different approach to get his team kind of hyped up for the game. But I'm not too sure. You're going to have to leave that with the gaffer. If we now look at transfer, in fact, one second, people. Where are we at? One sec. Make a timestamp. Uh, go over there. If we start looking at transfer news regarding the Charlie Paternos of this world, etc, etc. If I share my screen, I can't imagine you didn't see my video come out this morning. But for what it's worth, Arsenal teenager Charlie Paternals set to leave permanently in the summer. Arsenal talent Charlie Paternals is expected to leave the Emirates on a permanent basis this summer with the club receptive to his desire to seek regular first-team football. He's already tasted the drug with Blackpool. Unfortunately, Blackpool have been injured. I mean, have been relegated. But... Charlie's been given at 19 years of age your first little bit of real football. Yeah, you've traveled up and down with Arsenal, but you're in a relegation fight. He's had red cards, he's had loss of form, he's shown great moments of form. I think for someone that isn't the most physically imposing, he's put himself around physically. And as you know, there's what, 40 odd games plus in the in the championship. So there's consistency. It's very difficult, difficult to go back to go back to sitting on the bench but moving on as you know the 19 year old has spent the season on loan at Blackpool excelling despite the championship size difficult campaign that has ended in relegation Arsenal activated an option to extend paterno's contract until 2025 but he's unlikely to feature in Mikel Arteta's plans next season especially given the intention to upgrade their midfield before returning to the Champions League like fellow youngster Balogun paterno prefers not to make another temporary move from Arsenal and is prepared to pursue his career elsewhere I think it's better off him going abroad man I think if you're a Dutch club of Spanish club, he's right up your street. Amicable talks have taken place with Arsenal, who are ready to help facilitate a switch amid growing interest from the UK and abroad. Patino has represented England at youth level, but also holds a Spanish passport through his father, which creates more possibilities for the creative player at club and international level. He joined us in, um, you know, at the age of eleven. He's made two senior appearances. So if you get a decent fee for him and Balogun, based on the games played, it's decent peas. Now, for me, I can't begrudge Patino. He's played 36 times for Blackpool. 33 times in the championship, you know, getting two goals and four assists. He wants to, you know, he wants to develop. If I look at my notes, as much as I love Arsenal, think about it logically. A club is going to tell every young player, obviously, there'll be an honest conversation with Arteta. Where does he see Paterno in 12 months, 18 months, etc., etc.? There will be an honest conversation. But at the same time, It's the club's job to lie to them. They're going to tell them everything. You know, I would. If I worked for Arsenal and I pat an old Balogun, I'd tell them every lie under the sun, especially to try and get them to commit their futures. Yeah, you're going to make it, man. Look at Smith, bro. Look at Saka. But once you sign that contract, it's not that you don't care. We control everything. I cannot blame Charlie. I don't like when people sit here and say young players are impatient. You know, what's the, you know, what's the alternative? Yes, there probably is incidences of that. But you sign a big contract, you wait around, you don't play. And then at the end of that three, four, five year deal, you're cast away. Minutes are currency. If he can do something now in 2023, that when he looks back a year from now, he's a dramatically better player. Why not? You know, and obviously the luxury that was afforded to smith Rowe, Saka to a degree Eddie and Ketty and Joe look that hasn't been at Arsenal for a time that weren't there in our early days in the Emirates it's not going to be there with us being in the champs and what i mean by that is let's be honest our club had to strip itself all the way back no no european football back to back eight hey, there's a platform for young players obviously there's still a degree of play, of, of pressure that's very different from coming through when you've got ses Nasri, etc right now whatever you say about these players that we've got We're linked with Kaiseido, Lavia, Zubamendi, Malinkovic, Savic, what have you. There's at least one new centre-mid about to arrive. Whatever you have to say, Lokonga is not in the first-team picture. But in comparison to Charlie Paterno, that is a £20 million player. The club has to do something with that. You've got Smith-Rowe, you've got Vieira, you've got Odegaard, who can all play in midfield. You've got Jorginho, you've got Xhaka, you've got Thomas Partey, you've got El Nene. These players are not going anywhere yet. Now, within the next 12, 18, two years, naturally, Squad, uh, squad depth is going to need to be a thing, pathways are going to appear but Charlie is a little man compared to all of them they're all going to play 9 times out of 10 Arteta, rightly or wrongly you know, while I think he's developed talents to the new level, you know, he didn't give Smith Smithrow a chance like that, you know but well, he developed Smith Road to a next level. Saka has dropped two standout campaigns carrying on what Emre was doing. There isn't a youngster right now that Arteta is bet. I'm not saying he needs to bet on people. I am not. I don't think players should just get chances for the sake of it. And Arteta has to deal with the immediate. Yes, there's been Amari Hutchison, Mika Berre, Flores, Paterno, Baligan, Walters. A bag of men have been on the bench. How Itha made came off the bench against Brentford. Where's he been? How many of these players have played? So maybe, I'm not criticising Arteta. If Arteta was giving more chances to the hey Lenders per to a degree, that might say, you know what, Charlie might say, you know what, let me sign a new deal. But the manager's got, and I'm not critiquing anyone, this is the reality of football, the manager's got what he wants to do. There's hella players in front of him. There's a luxury of other more midfielders. You've got to remember, Pat and fighting with the other players. You know, it's difficult enough for the young players to progress to the first team at a top six club, much less in central midfield, where everyone in the top six probably will sign one. I can't begrudge him for wanting to do that, you know, really. I would love for him to sign a new deal. But if he wants to go elsewhere, develop, have a bit of stability where you're not going on 10 loans, I can't blame it. You know, obviously, we've taken out his option until 2025 in an ideal well. We get a decent sell-on clause. We get a decent fee. We put on a buyback clause. It is what it is. You need to be selfish at this stage. He's 19. Do what you need to do to develop and be an even better player, twice the player you are at 19 at 20 years of age. He's turning 20 in October. Minutes of currency. You don't want to get caught in that trap of I'm playing on the 21s, but I'm part of the first team. You see it far too often, really and truly. The one thing Arsenal probably could have learned with him and Balogun is probably get these new deals signed up next year because now they're getting itchy feet. And I think fans need to understand. We're going to lose. Hey, every academy's got every club. Sorry, is going to lose players. We're going to lose players again and again and again. Only time will tell if it's a if it's a missed opportunity or whatnot. Because for every Musa, Gnabry, et cetera, you've got Vontae, Daly, Campbell. Uh, you know, Xavier, Michi, guys who have gone on to do F. O. Really at this moment in time. And I'm not criticizing them, big up them. But fans were up in arms essentially. You've got to do what you've got to do, really. So I I, I can't hate him. And I think it's purely circumstantial as well. We're moving to get, we're moving as a club. We're not city. But city are not just going to give chances for the sake of it for young players. If you're Lewis, if you're Palmer, if you're Folding, a couple of others, why not? They're trying to compete. The first thing Arteta needs to worry about is three points because nobody cares about all these youngsters playing if your manager's job's on the line. So I think it's circumstantial. You know, Paterno's probably coming to you at the wrong time, like with Balogun. We're getting our team half together. Yes, you could be part of the depth. And ideally, I would like, as I said, I would like Paterno to sign a new deal, go on loan again. I think the pathways will naturally open up, really and truly. But we kind of need somewhat instant success now, really. You know, he doesn't have the luxury that Smith Rowe and Saka had, where there might not, you know, there's not players breathing down your neck, essentially. So, yeah, I think maybe if the manager offered to give more minutes, why not? And, you know, do you remember a few weeks, a few months ago, Arteta said we have to slow cook Paterno. I think the only thing Pat I know is lacking is just, you know, he's gotta just fill out a bit and he'll be all right. So I listen, he'll have a supporter in me for 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 life. You know, big up to him for letting me interview him once upon a time. This is the reality of a football club, man. This is the th- this is just the reality. There's nothing more you can do, really. You just have to get comfortable and get used to this. Smash the like button if you haven't. Do you think Arteta has to rotate better next season? Me, personally, he's not doing a good job rotating. And I hear that he doesn't think they're ready or haven't adapted, but he has to trust the players. Yes, there, has, there naturally has to be a bit more rotation. If this means we buy Caicedo and Rice, I'm on board with this. It's best for all parties. He wants first-team football, for which he's not going to get at the moment. We need six that can come into this, straight into the first team, but I know it's a dream. After missing the cash on Ainsley and others, the club must cash in, as they did on Willock and Iwobi. Patino should be a squad player for you. I don't want him to be a squad player right now. You know, I want you to go and play. You're not going to play significantly in the league next year, in the Champions League. Yeah, the League Cup might run around, but what's that going to do for you? I want you to go on loan. My my plan for Paterno would say next 80 months we're watching you. Jorginho, El Nene, different profiles. Lekonga, these guys may or may not be here, especially the experienced players. And naturally you filter through. There'll be more youngsters, you know. There'll be more youngsters. You look at someone like Brook Norton Coffee, you know, has had a mixed loan spell. Walters seems to have taken his place in the fullback pecking order. If Arsenal go and buy Fresnado or whatever, you've got a £30 million investment. You've got Benjamin White, it costs 50-odd million. Yes, you can play across it, but he costs 20. Then you've got the academy prospect. All I care about is Hayland. I want 11 Haylanders playing in the first team, it? I love it. But if it's not going to do that, go and make some money. Now it comes down to the negotiating skills. If, if if Edu can get a buyback clause and a decent sell-on clause, like you see with Tammy Abram at Chelsea, where Balogun and Patton are concerned, it is what it is because we've got a lot to do now. You've got to get these guys gone. You've got to sort out and confirm the new deals to, of, of Saka and Saliba. You, sh- Pepe, don't know how you're going to do it. We hear Marie's basically been confirmed. Marie, Cedric, Pepe, Ainsley, we need to free up a lot of resources, much less bring players in. So it is what it is. When we have a young team, players like Patton are going to catch it unless you're a Saka. And to a degree, you can't just get chances for no reason. Some people develop at different rates. You get the exceptions of the rule like Saka, like Foden and a couple of others. And I'm not comparing them in that they're an exception. They're kind of ready and whatnot. Others need a bit of time. Smith Rowe needed a bit of time. So only in the last 18 months, Eddie and Ketty, whether you rate him or not, he's looking half like a Premier League footballer. Really, so... It is what it is. We'll probably go into transitional by the end of next season with Xhaka and Onene, Jorginho, Lokonga, possibly Vieira's time at the club coming to an end. Where Lokonga and Vieira are concerned, I wouldn't write them off just yet, especially Vieira. Now, if you're not doing the job, we need to cut our losses. I think for Vieira, it's more of a case of physically imposing yourself. For, for, for Lokonga, you just need to get rid of it. Even Smith-Rowe will be looking at the door. I, I can't lie, it is a thing. Smith-Rowe could cut, but I just find if you cut, I just, find it, I just find it a bit strange because if anything, we need a squad player. You can't rest on your lows on what you did last year, but you showed you can play. This is the reality of a big team. This is the reality of a big team. Folden's played a lot of football, but there's been times you've forgotten Folden's at City. This is the reality. Musial has been struggling at Bayern Munich. He's probably holding bench. For Asufati at, at Barca, this is the reality. This is the reality. And I feel somewhat sad for young players because you kind of have to be ready And experience without really having experience because teams are fighting. Obviously, when you get to where Arsenal were or you get to some situations where a manager might just say, you know, let me play some young players because our season's a mess. Other than that, it's a double-edged sword. It's very difficult to progress at any top club, really. But there's an expectation that Arsenal will try to include a buyback clause as part of any Charlie Paterno sell this summer. Easier said than done. According to reports, Mikel Arteta will urge Arsenal to make an official approach to West Ham over Declan Rice signing people once the season has been finished allegedly apparently we tried to sign Kai though as well allegedly we want to hold talks with Rice as soon as the season ends and Arsenal increasingly confident of signing the central midfielder Declan Rice contract runs until next summer with the option of another year and he has rejected offers of a new deal the England international 24 who has 41 caps is keen to stay in London and is interested in a switch to the Emirates Arsenal's coach Arteta who used to play in midfield himself believes he can convince the 100 million pound rated Rice to join Apparently, Rice has 200 Premier League games, man, and he's barely injured. He will urge Arsenal to make an official approach once the season has ended to try to tee up a huge transfer when it opens in June. So we'll have to see, really, and truly. We'll have to see. And obviously, Jack Wilshere said back a while ago that, you know, he bigged him up. I'm not going to read all of that, but he bigged up Declan Rice, and I think a lot of you would have followed the same. Allegedly, Dusan and Vavich agents clear on Arsenal transfer plan after u turn on wrong decision, people. Allegedly. So I guess we, according to this Turin-based newspaper, the forwards agents are keen on moving Vlahovic on and have offered him both to the Gunners and Bayern Munich. Fair enough. Apparently, 442 has said he'd be open to a move to Arsenal. I don't buy it. I I don't buy Vlahovic links again, but if you lot do, why not? Then this this article kind of throws it on its head because this has basically said, well, let me just read it. Mikel Arteta is set to put all his faith in in Gabriel Jesus next season amid reports that his revised transfer plan does not involve buying a striker. The Brazilian has only scored nine Premier League goals this term, but the Gunners are set to pursue other priorities in the market. Injuries have limited Jesus to only 19 Premier League starts so far this season. And to be fair, since he started starting after the injury, he's been all right, but I I would say the cloud over Jesus' game is still there. You know the whole carrot of Jesus was you can do that that Brazilian stuff, you know, you press well, you do everything that's required, but you're now you're given a platform to score goals. You haven't quite done it. And as much as I like Jesus, it's almost like we're in the same scenario we had with 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 Lacazette, essentially, really. And you know, for as great as Jesus is, it's now a time for him to keep being a great squad player and a great member of the team, but define yourself. This is someone that you know, you talk about his defensive options with Pep. Peppa's described him as a defensive forward. And I, listen, I love what Jesus is doing. But I think we're, if not necessarily a starter, I think Arsenal are missing a trick, not having a six-foot target, man, whether that's an Ivan Tony or somebody else, really, or a sort or Adebayo at Monaco. We need something different, really. Because when it gets to a bit physical, we need to be a bit more direct. But fair enough, if you, Arteta's going to have to live or die by this. Or maybe our transfer budget, simply put, just doesn't stretch that far. Um, although Arsenal were initially expected to go all in on two expensive midfield recruits, most likely to be declarised a Caicedo, the Spaniard's revamped plan reportedly involves one midfielder, two defenders and a winger. Fair enough. Fair enough. Despite holding long-term interest in both Rice and Kaiseido, Arsenal are now expected to compromise on their midfield targets in order to free up funds and bolster multiple areas of the squad in one window. With Champions League, we should be able to do that. Once again, we're starting to go full circle and be linked with Yuri Telemans again. We have been linked with Mason Mount. So you lot are going to have to draw whatever conclusions. You feel you want to draw don't forget people tomorrow live from 7 p.m we will be watching arsenal versus chelsea uh tonight people from 5 30 will be watching arsenal's ladies against wolfsburg please join me for such uh carrying on this theme people Allegedly, Steve Paris should be worried. Elise has been linked with moves away and Roy Hodgson expects there will be offers for the talented winger. people. Uh, if I was Steve Paris, I would be worried. But I'm Roy Hodgson for the next few weeks. I wish them all well. I don't have any conversations regarding contracts and what the club wants to do. If they ever needed opinion from me, I know they'll ask for it, but I certainly wouldn't be preferring it. So, yeah, man. And again, Elise isn't the finished article. I think he needs to get more goals. He's got goals in him. He cuts inside on his left foot on a few occasions and got good strikes away. But all the time he's producing those goals for us like, sorry, people, like he's where I've lost. my uh, I've lost it now, man. Yeah, goals for us like he's doing. We're more than happy with him. He's another player I see getting better in terms of doing things we want from him. Fair enough. Apparently, Elise is a rumoured Arsenal target. I do believe that those players, if they continue to progress as they have done, if they continue to milk their their skills and ability as they have done so far, why can't they go on to have the sort of career that Wilf had? As you know, Wilfred Zaha has been linked with us and his contract is also running down as well, people. So we have to see exactly what's happening there. Once again, we've been linked with Gerhi people. We're considering a bid, people. I mean, I would like to have three top centre-backs and the option of Tomiyasu there. City got that. You know, Laporte might leave, but you've got Laporte, Ake, Ekanji, Diaz, Stones, Lewis, Kyle Walker. who can fill in as a full, as a right back, and as and as a centre back. We need depth. It's very naive if we think Gabriel and Saliba, are, you know, are gonna. The guys, it's a great, it's a great partnership, it's developing great, but there's injuries, there's suspensions, there's loss of form, there's an element of rotation. And Gurhee obviously he's captain Crystal Palace, he's Premier League proven, fairly competent with the ball at his feet. Depends how much Crystal Palace are gonna sell him for. It's not gonna be cheap, but we could do a lot worse. Played 78 times for them people since joining from Chelsea. He signed a five-year deal. So he's going to cost a lot. And apparently Spurs are onto him. But we've been linked with a lot of centre-halves, if not necessarily the name, just the player. Because, again, I like Rob Holding, but he shouldn't be utilised next season. We've been linked with Zaha once again. I'm sure you lot are bored, as I am, of reading that, people. So we won't bore ourselves. Uh, We've already seen this with Arteta. Uh, again on the summer plans he said we are going to look at what we can do what is the best strategy for us to move forward to improve and reach the level that we want to reach it's going to be another competitive summer and window because there are going to be eight or ten teams with huge capacities to improve and we know that yesterday we was linked with ransk he plays for ajax people and can play as a, as a right center back but primarily he's played as a fullback the 20 year old so that might make sense allegedly pablo Maria has completed a permanent move to monza after they said they secured their Serie A status arsenal will receive seven million for him so we get his wages off it's a loss it's one less player to worry about We've also been linked with Josif Solato um, and apparently we've been scouting the Dynamo Zagreb centre-back for six months, people, and our scouts are expected to travel to Croatia soon in order to watch him once again. Um, apparently, he's been in an outstanding form this season and he's become a p- pivotal part of Zagreb's contract and has an estimated price tag of €18 million Euros, and his contract is set to expire in the summer of 2028. So, I mean, if that allows us to cut, not cut corners, but save some money, why not? I think we've got to bring in him and Fresnodar, well, a centre-back and Fresnador Apparently, we're going to compete with Bayern Munich for the signing of Oli Watkins. We're open to offers on Granit Xhaka, Kieran, Tini and Balogun. We're preparing an offer for Mason Mount. Paris Saint-Germain are looking at Saka go away. Um, I don't know what you're on there. We've joined the race to sign Gravenbeck. Kante does not want to leave Chelsea. There was rumours we've given him a two-year deal. Once again, Zaha links arsenal are interested in victor rogue his price tag is 35 to 40 million if we're not going to bring in another striker bring him newcastle are confident about signing Tini, and city links have crept back up in that regards as well people martin zubamendi and martin Lunormad would be great signings for us from sociedad apparently we've been pointed to their release clause so make of that what you will be linked with Bayern munich's missouri obviously musa Diaby links musa Diaby links just won't go away we've offered reese nelson a contract extension and i would like him to stay but if I'm honest, Reese, you've probably got to look at it about emotion. I'm not saying you can't stay and play, but if I was your agent, probably best to move away from the club now and end this romance and just be judged on Reese Nelson, not Reese Nelson, one of the best ever Haley and talent, somewhere that you're going to play consistently because he goes through these little spells. This season, when he has been provided chances, he's taking them. You know, Trossard would be my one playing tomorrow, but you can make a case for Nelson. And if nothing more, just for the squad, really. But if I was him... You've got a decision to make we've been linked with norhouse as well so make of that what you will people smash the like button etc etc uh what should we say let's say from minute three to probably about 20 we spoke about our Tetris press conference and then from probably let's say 27 to 37 we covered the transfer news Where's that Mustafi stuff? I wanted to go over something that Mustafi's spoken about with you lot as well, but we'll do that in a sec. Arteta has no plan B, makes no difference. He brings on subs too late. Things that he's going to have to improve on, isn't it? Big up, footy chats. Big up, you lot. Arteta should use his company connections and send Loconga and Paterno on loan to Burnley. I mean, Paterno's not going to get too much. Big up, Jamaica, and everything. Uh, you know, Paterno's not going to get too much opportunity at Burnley. They're fighting for their lives next year. Daily Deuce, I'm back in full swing this summer. I hear that. Five goals in 19 games ain't cutting it for a nine. Appreciate the super chat, Matt. What would you prefer? Wild dominant players that are prone to bookings or mild-mannered players that are less intimidating but see fewer red cards. The more dominant players, man. If I'm honest with you, psychologically, people get shook. Jesus, Eddie and Balogun next season. That's fine with me. Other areas need addressing. Fair enough. I think we're still missing a trick. But if the club said, you know what? We're going to sign a right back. We're going to invest heavily in midfield. I still think we'd need a striker again with a different profile, but I'd say, all right, cool. You can't do it all in it. In my opinion, I think the midfield and defense are more priorities than afford because we are scoring goals. It's just we're conceding too many. Defense wins titles, so you're right. And that ties into midfield, so I agree. But what, you know, while we're one of the top goal scorers, how many goals have we got this year? About 60, 70 in the league? Arteta once said to win the league, you've got to get 100. Where's that? Difference of 2030. Now, obviously, the Sackers, the Martinelli's, they're growing. Smith Row, if he gets some more minutes, Nelson, we can rotate the goals. Odegaard's added goals to his game. I don't know if the new number eight that eclipses Jacker in that role does that. And I don't know if Xhaka keeps scoring goals to what he was doing for a decent amount this season, but something's got to make the difference, really. Arteta is yet to actually both debut and integrate a young player. Saka Martinelli, Smith Rowe were given their debuts by Emre. Again, he hasn't really given. Well, he's given. Ethan is debut, but there's not been one that he's taken from Haylen to the to the, to, to to the 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 trenches. I think he's perfected and altered, you know, he, he's continued the work of Longberg and, and Emre with Saka, Martinelli and Row. They both had their significant standout seasons, but I don't think he's better than one. And at the same time, he doesn't have to. We're a club that has to bring players through the academy, but it doesn't mean we necessarily have to provide widespread opportunities. For me, I'm starting to think Arteta is of that if you're not of a certain level, like if you're if you're not on the cause of Jubilee thing, that's one guy that may get opportunities, maybe Miles and Ethan if they stay in years to come. But I don't think it's a widespread thing. And all you and I don't think he's wrong. All you've got to see is the amount of young players that have been on the bench. They've been making up numbers. And at the same time, there ain't really time to do the youngster thing for no reason. I think fans want it all. They want to be competitive. They want consistency. They want big players and they want young players to start. You know, everybody crying about Patino, even though I love the lad. When he, when he was thrown in the wolves, and there's no disrespect to him, when he was thrown in the wolves at Nottingham Forest and we went out, oh, yeah, you not ready, he's not good. Timing is everything. Joe Willock's starting to look very good, you know, as well. Timing is everything with these young players. And unfortunately, time, you don't really get that. One love for the super chat, if I didn't make that clear. I'd renew Nelson instead of looking for a wing. I can't let like, I give Nelson a new deal and still be on the lookout for something, man. Maybe I'll take, I think some of the Haylen boys aren't good enough. And that's all right. A two-striker or a right-winger may be a right centre-back, but priority is two midfielders or one that has both attributes. For me, I'm not going to lie. I think we need a right-sided centre-back that can step in. I know people say, but we've got Tommy Asu, Benjamin White, blah, blah, blah. As you've seen, all it takes is two injuries. And if I'm honest with you, I love Tommy Asu, but he's a bit like party. You're never going to... The better we get, they can be part of the squad, but you're never going to feel comfortable when you're relying on them, really. That's why I like this, the fact that Saliba's coming, Benjamin White's gone right back. Tomiyasu, I love you, good squad player, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, can fill in, and he's one of those players which Tomiyasu doesn't raise the curtain of Arsenal. But if he comes in for Benjamin White, yes, we might lack a lot defensively, and I think naturally Tomiyasu is going to have to move to a centre back. There's a base level we don't go below, and I think that's what we need to find this season. But Tomiyasu, like Potter, you can't bet on the there staying fit, so we need a right back in my opinion. We need a right side centre back. Listen, Holding. I don't think you've since you've come in, you've probably been one of our better players in line to your ability. I don't think holding's been there's been evident shortcomings, there's been evident problems, but holding's been a lot better than I and a lot of people getting credit for. But I'm tired of the good guy stuff, you know, captain, good guy, all of that. Keep doing that, but it's about being a good footballer. We're not here to make friends, we're here to win stuff, really. This ain't a play crash. As much as I like the togetherness, and I'm not doubting it, this ain't a play crash. Saka does not play because he's a good guy. That's just an added bonus. You're effing good footballer. Arteta's not there because he's a good guy. You've got potential to be a sick gaffer. And we haven't learned the lessons last year. Like last year, a couple of squad players came in. They did their thing. It was all good. But once you get to April, May, and the romance gets stripped away from stuff, people need to be able to do things. So I think we need a right-sided centre-back. If you could find someone that's a squad player, like what? Saliba and Gabriel are young. In an ideal world, if you could find someone young that can grow with them, why not? But if you could find someone that's 28, 29 that could be here for a couple of years, you know, step in when required. You've got the option of Tomiyasu, Benjamin White. If you bring in Fresnader, we're laughing. Obviously, Tini, shut up with the Newcastle stuff. You're staying for a year and we keep it moving, really. Because if I'm honest with you, next season, I think we need a centre mid. If it was up to me, I think we need a centre mid, right side of centre back, a right back, potentially a left back if Tini's going to keep it moving a winger or another striker. If that striker is available, that's a bit more physical, fair enough. If there's a winger that can come in and do something, fair enough. If a striker comes in, Jesus can find himself with Trossard. You filling in on the right-hand side for Saka, in it? After that season, so that would be 2024-25, I'm not going to lie, I've, I love Ramsdale, I love Gabriel, but if this trajectory keeps happening and certain mistakes are not eradicated from their game, despite them being key players and stuff, they might have to suffer the fate that Tierney and Tommy Asu did in that you've gone from being regulars to squad players. Because I like Gabriel, but I need you to lead a bit more and be better off the ball and looking over your shoulder. Ramsdale, I like you a lot. And there's been many times he saved our bacon at this football club. But there's also been times, this, 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 you know, obviously the penalties are one thing. Decision-making off his line. Decision-making when to play out from the back. There's some times where it's not necessarily his fault when we concede, but you always think he could have done better. If they're not polishing up, we ain't got time for this really. And naturally, some players are going to get left behind. There's tough decisions. It killed me to say that about Gabriel Ramster. I love what Xhaka plays and what he does and how he embodies the spirit of Arsenal. But if we're honest, that eight-row must be improved. I like Part a, but if we're honest, for someone that was bought for so much money, there's so much added baggage and worry and things like that, even though I think fans are giving being a bit too harsh on the man at the moment. We need quality players for the Champions League in the summer. We need street smart players next season, if anything, as well. Because we're going to be in the champs. A lot of the things that obviously you've seen the mistakes that has led to us our demise this season at the moment. But at the same time, there's if we're playing respectfully to Liverpool, West Ham. If we're playing like that, Etihad. If we're playing like that and we're drawn at PSG, at Bayern Munich, at Real Madrid, at Barca, it provided they're in it, it could get long. It could get long. DG Arteta needs to handpick a few youngsters and integrate them into the squad by playing them in the early rounds of the League Cup and FA Cup. Disagree if they're ready, why not? But I want to go all the way in both Cups. The League Cup, cool, if anything. You don't just I don't think he just has to put his hand on a couple of them. You know, there, There's obviously a few you train. I don't think he needs to do that, especially this season, without looking at what next year. If they're good enough, why not really? But I don't think he needs to just select some and say you're going to play for the sake of it. Especially, you know, because you need to win a trophy next year. I love Arteta. But let's be real. Since we've won the Europa, since we, well, I wish we won the Europa League, we've been very naive in the Europa League since Arteta's come in. Whether that's handling two-legged ties or, or equipping ourselves at crucial moments, you know. Since we've won the FA Cup, let's be let's be real. We've been embarrassing ourselves in that League Cup. Cool, it's not the priority. But if you can grab that for a team that ain't got the limited amount of trophies, our captain's only won one, one Copa del Rey. Grab that. So keep going, man. You know, you have to, I I don't buy all of this, like some fans were doing, oh, we're focusing on this, we're doing that. Bro, I want to, obviously you can't win them all and sometimes you have to prioritise. But if you're in it, you might as well try to win it. You have to always want to go to the latter stages. If we want to do what City are doing, with the exception of the League Cup, where obviously United have won it now, they're still in the other three things they're eligible for. If we want to be there, then we need a squad. We need players able to do that. You know, this is why I think players need rest. But when everyone's like, oh, Saka's tired, oh one, you don't know that. Two, you don't know if the player has said he's cool. Three, we don't know the rehab. Four, if this this is the scenario that man are in. But I do agree, we need a better squad and the confidence to be able to use that. I know you, it has to be a bit cute and clever because sometimes he rotates where there's no need. But he knows more about football than me, so you do your thing, gaffer. Keep smashing the like button. Don't forget at 5:30, we're watching Arsenal versus Wolfsburg women. Bigger fish to fry is a hype, man. you got to make sure you fry the fish. Anytime you do them thing there, you have to make sure you bring something home. Or we're having the conversations that we're having right now. But I do think collectively we need to defend a lot better next season, especially in Europe, and we need to be a lot more street smart because some of the things that have, you know, that cost us in these last few games have been there in some of our craziest games this season. Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Man United at home, three very entertaining games for the neutral. Posters, you know, to to... If you was no trailers, if you was to say the what the Premier League's about, but we need to be less emotional and a lot more calculated because the gloves are off next year. Every you're not a, you're you're not a, you're not an unknown entity. You're a marked team now. Everybody knows what you're on. Everybody saw what you did this year, good or good or bad. We need to keep going. So let's see. We need to be a lot more street smart next season, man. Who's your ideal long-term replacement for the Jacques beat Bellingham? But that's a myth, in it? So I don't actually lie. I like the names of the guys we're linked to. Top managers know if they double, triple up on our wingers and clog centre mid, we're toothless. And again, the Zinchenko building play thing. We need to be able to build from centre mid and have the extra layer of Zinchenko, not Zinchenko just running the show by himself. Because what are people going to do? Take the left back out of the game, Arsenal are done. And there's a lot of things psychologically these players are going to need to get with because champions, bro, if you feel if you feel any disappointment now, bro, shh, all right. we'll see, innit? Like, really, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. The gloves are off next year. Past decisions need to be made again. If And one thing that, you know, I, I don't disagree with keeping players because they're good around the squad and all of that jazz. But if we've got flushed out all the old players that work with this, Arteta has really created a new mentality and all of these things. And yeah, you need dlnas Nene's, the Holdings, the players that aren't necessarily playing for chemistry and to reflect that. But surely that's less played That's played out now then. If everybody's still misbehaving, then cool, I hear it. You need a couple of players that are with it. But if we flushed out that and it's a new impressionable bunch of teams, players now within this team, surely then it's overcompensation when we're talking about, oh, he's a nice person. And let me be real. Let's be real. With our club and a lot of clubs, I'm not trying to discredit these footballers because they're all wavy and that. But any time we hear, oh, they're great, great around the dressing room, they're great for the club, they're this, they're that, that means they're not good. That means they can't really help us on the football pitch. Let's be real. Let's be real because you say all of these things before we talk about the football team. And I get it. You need a great squad. You need a great bunch of lads. Arguably in today's day and age, the players that aren't playing are the most dangerous. But are we doing this playgroup thing or are we doing this football thing? We're here. We're not here to make friends. If you make friends, great. You know, togetherness, we fight for each other, leave your egos at the door, but we're not here to make friends. Do you know how many footballers don't like each other? We're here to win things. So I don't know. There's bare cheerleaders, man. Totally agree, DG, Holden and El Nene are not good enough if you want to win the Prem. The wickedest thing is, El Nene, you can hang around for one more year. I'll, don't get twisted. Bring some midfielders in. But I, I, I'll be kidding if I said, you know what? I would have loved to have had them. I've said it numerous times on my live streams. Would have loved to have drawn for El Nene at serious points this season. I don't mind him for one more year because you've only got a year left. Hanging around like a spare part, provided we have other midfielders. Just so that we have very... Now, nowadays, Arsenal have too little. I want Arsenal to have too much. He doesn't have to play, but just have that option. I always give the example of Winter for our player depth. If it's cold, freezing cold outside, you want to go outside with so many jackets that you have the luxury of taking some off, no? But we're going out there in a hoodie and say, oh, I hope the temperature don't drop. And nine times out of ten it does. All of a sudden we're freezing. Mad things are happening. Yeah, I would take Ruben Neves, man. He's not the worst. He was linked with us before. He must be on Arsenal's list. I don't think he's high up the priority list, but yeah, if that makes sense. Party needs to be replaced. He's not brave enough as a central midfielder. Puts pressure on the centre-back. Gabriel also must be upgraded too many bozo moments. Again, I don't think all we've we got to be a bit cute and clever. We can't rock up next season and just alienate all of these guys. But long term, these are questions that are going to have to be answered by the club. Adapt or survive, you know. This has been the best season. There's nothing to show for it, but this has been our best season in a hot minute. Let this be the foundation. Let us look back in years from now when they're making new documentaries saying this is where it built. Because if you don't do this or better next season, or at least Champions League as a minimum, issues. Pardon me. And I'm I'm about to say it from now on. I don't think my expectations for next season are too unrealistic. I expect you to, chat regardless of what other teams do, focus on us. I expect you to challenge for this title next year. Actually challenge. All that, keyword challenge. I expect you to get through to the latter stages of the Champions League. And I'm actually asking, you know, if you was to get to the last 16, while I don't want to go out at at that round? Cool, I can say that. I want you to get out of the group. FA Cup, League Cup, I want to go as far as they can, especially the FA Cup, we're Arsenal Football Club, that is our trophy, we need to be winning that, anytime we don't get to the final, I'm very disappointed. So yeah man, we're going to have to see, just build on this, just build on it man, just build on it, Gravenbeck looks lit but again it seems like Liverpool are the front runners and surely Bayern Munich explore loaning him out before selling him really. If I'm buying Munich, I say, you know what, you're thinking about the Euros next year, yeah? All right, cool. Go live, go wherever you're coming back. But if they are stupid enough to sell him, we need to be reactive to that situation. It's as, it's as simple as that. Really and truly, to be completely honest. So we'll have to, we really will have to see, but it's easier said than done, as you know, man. Again, Arteta and Edu, there's no excuses. I'm not expecting them to get every target. I'm not. But too often than not, we leave ourselves short. Really. And we need to address key areas. I don't... Since I started YouTube, I've been saying Arsenal need a centre mid. Let This summer needs to be the end of it. At least where first choice options are. Because for next season, I expect two centre mids, Partey and Xhaka. That's us, in it? smith Row, Odegaard, Fabio Vieira, you lot be groomed to play eight. Arteta, do what you want. I don't want to waffle about midfield. There should be enough options now. We'll have to see. Because I don't expect... To, I don't think we can... Every club, I'm sure if you ask, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, everyone... Not every you can't do everything in a in a matter of weeks, in it. But it's a big summer. There's a lot of contracts that need to be sealed off. Players need to go. Players need to come in. So we're gonna have to see, man. Top three, a trophy and a challenge in the Champions League, I'm happy with next season. I I think we have to win a trophy, I'll be real. Like our transfer strategy will tell us how ambitious we are for next season's competitions. I mean, I want half of the stars that we're linked to, but I want the right players. I don't want a new signing, cost bare money, shiny new toy. Don't get too it. we're gassed about it. But are you actually competent in your role? Are you actually confident in your abilities in that role? Are you consistent? I, I Listen, we're going to be playing Tuesday, Saturday. I don't care if you're the best player on the pitch on Tuesday, if you're the, if you're the worst on a Saturday. Need to keep going. I don't know about no stage three stuff. We need a, gun, a killer gunman striker. I hope Jesus can become that, but it's not looking likely. Alexis type striker. I like it. I like Gabriel. I think you've got the capacity to score goals. Wavy Brazilian. Love how Jesus plays. Happy with him. And I'm not going to say you weren't born to score goals. And I don't have any evidence of this. This is just how I think. I don't think you're born to score goals. I think the best strikers are born to score goals. I don't think Jesus is born to score goals like that. And that's the one black mark against his name, really. That's why Pep is defining you as a defensive striker. Don't get it twisted. I love Jesus. You know, maybe if he wasn't injured, it'd look a lot better, but... And he's been in okay form goal-scoring-wise since he's come back. But I'm looking at you more as someone that helps the squad. We do need a scumbag. But let's see, man. But I'm happy with Jesus. I'm happy with Jesus. I'm happy with Zinchenko. I know some Arsenal fans are onto them now and things like that. But I do think they've helped us, you know. So we'll have to see. You might as well put up a throwback on YouTube explaining why we need new midfielders because it would be damning if we don't. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean... At this point, if midfield's not addressed, considering, you know, Mikel Arteta was a centre-bid, Eddie was a squad player in the Invincibles, it was a centre-bid. It's crazy. If we Come September, if midfield's not addressed, I'm not optimistic about next season. And I'll support the boys, I'll cheer them on. Uh, Listen, my opinion's not facts. But how much time is going to keep doing the same thing? You know, because injuries can disrupt anyone. But as I've said, I don't, unless... Unless a manager has had 20 injuries and, like, the whole team is done, that's my sympathy. I don't have sympathy for no manager with injuries. It happens. It comes with the territory, really. And it's always the player that's not involved. Like, Saliba would have fixed all our issues. I'm not discrediting Saliba. I think he's way be a great defender, but we're not a great defensive side. We've conceded stupid goals with Saliba, courtesy of Saliba, or just collectively. We would have looked a lot more defensively sound with him instead of holding, of course. But there's no guarantee that we would have shut up shop because we don't respect defending like that. You know, in an attacking sense, beyond the obvious, we can mix and match. You know, on current form, Nelson can get in there. Saka can get rested. Martinelli can come in. Trossard can come in. We can do one, to Smith, a fit Smith-Rowe and Odegaard. We can do one, two things and get away with it because we're an attacking team. We're an improved defensive side. We're not a good defensive side. And until we respect the art of defending, until we're a lot more street smart as a team, that's the level. This season's been a great season for us in terms of what we used to be in the previous campaigns of just right and wrongs. Now, if we look at it about a team that wants to win stuff and what we're doing now, I don't want to praise us for being consistent, for being competent, for clawing points and stuff like that. To see us fail at the last hurdle, I like it, but this is the levels now. We're good. Greatness is up there and it's down to the club if they want to get there in it? And that will, that's left in whatever's left of this season and the building blocks for next year, et cetera, et cetera. So... We'll have to see people. We really will have to see. But who knows, man? Who knows? If you signed Lissandro, you'd be clear. Probably. But where is his team? You know, you can't expect one man to do it. United are wherever they are, in not it? Lissandro's a great player, but he didn't stop with United conceding seven. And that's not me disrespecting him or whatever. One player isn't going to, unless you're Lionel Messi in this football team, that's a myth. Midfield needs addressing, defense needs addressing, but as well as it's about new signers, there's so much we need to do on the football pitch. I would love Ogarte or Pelinho, someone that just a bit composed and puts a puts a foot in. We need that. The closest we get to that is Partey, which ain't that, and Elene, which ain't that. You know, it's almost we ain't exactly got Jogo Benito in midfield, but. It's like we're trying to do the juggle bonito in a day and age of heavy turnovers in midfield and athleticism. Anytime Arsenal what any bit of physicality in that midfield, nine times out of ten we do struggle. Let's be real, we do struggle, and that's something that you know you saw even Everton. You saw it. Any bit of athleticism, Lavia, Declan Rice, Anano against Everton, which Everton's probably our Ever, Everton, Everton City, our worst performances of the season because Everton we weren't at it. Same as, as City away, we weren't at it, but you just looked shook. You didn't know what hit you at, at, at Goodison Park. You just looked shook at the Etihad. I would say West Ham would be my most frustrating performance of the season, but they're, they, they're, well, they're welcome, man. We need we need that. Especially them two names you said there, they're street smart. When you're rocking up away from home, I think as much as, much as everything, psychologically, there's been a lot of improvements, but there's still a long way to go. There's so much unsexy parts of the training ground and all of them things that we need to do to get to where we need to. Everyone focuses on Jesus, on Zinchenko, on everything. Everyone forgets about the pre-season. How much building blocks did we put in? The sexy thing is buying players. It's the training ground that's going to make the difference. We can buy as many players to a blue in the face. How much defenders has this club signed? And we are improving defensively, but we're not a sound defensive side. I don't really mind, Steve, how old they are. If you're good enough, you're old enough, innit? Like... It just has to be the right players. I do want to tend to to, to lean towards the more experienced side, but how do you define experience? Because Kaiseido's 21. You could say he's experienced and inexperienced. I don't trust Edu and Cole to get to go out in the window and get the players we need, unfortunately. Just look at January. True, but they're going to have to go out there and prove people wrong, man. They're going to have to go out there and prove people wrong, essentially. They don't do that, then we're in issues, really. On that note, though, people, do not forget at 530 I'm going to be live to watch Arsenal versus Wolfsburg with you lot, people. So please join me for that one. Obviously, tomorrow we're watching Arsenal-Chelsea. Please smash the like button on the free videos, people. Help our engagement. Twitch gang, one love. Just because I need to set up for that, I'm going to love and leave you lot and get out of here, people. Your talking points have been elite. Your questions, everything has been elite. Differences of opinions has been amazing. Obviously, one love for the super chats and them things there. Again, without you lot, the platform can't grow in it. So, yeah, smash the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. Turn on your notifications. Stay blessed. Stay safe. I'll see you lot soon. The voice of the of like...